up, everybody. Tony Cotillo and a little somber move right here. At Secret Soul 23, at Heat Ratio Sports, at Fox PHL Gambler, at PhillyInfluencer.com. Uh, you name it, we talk about it. Uh, you know, I was gonna wait till tomorrow. I was, I, you know, I I I was in, I was kind of in, I was in such a letdown mode. Uh, so many different things, and I just I, I couldn't wait till tomorrow. I just couldn't because what we've seen unfold uh, today is a complete embarrassment uh, for every Philadelphia Eagle fan all across fandom. Okay, it, I I don't I don't know how else to say that I am completely disgusted at a two week game plan that led to a defeat to one of the worst football teams in the NFL, the New York Giants. How did we lose this game? I have to ask, how did we lose? And you hear me, I'm usually yelling. I'm usually getting crazy. I'm usually getting nuts. And I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words right now. I am because I don't know. This team is far too talented. I don't care what you say to be playing like they are. Far too talented. I, I don't I do not know what is going on with this coaching staff, but something needs to change. Something needs to change and it needs to change right away. And again, I, I, I guys, I don't know what else to say here. I need help. I need somebody to help me explain to me how this happens. I, I, I don't know. How does Doug Peterson continue to make the same mistakes week in and week out how do we show that we are unprepared week in and week out this is the biggest issue to me this is the one again the biggest issue to me is that we are completely unprepared again again and we come into this game where this is a must win we need to win this game this is again this this is my biggest issue right now we need to win this game and we come out not only do we come out flat we come out indecisive we everything that against what we should be doing is what we come out and do and I again I don't even care about the two-point conversion okay I don't I don't I, I don't care about it I, I I don't I don't care about you know Listen, he went for two, and it's, it, it doesn't matter to me. I, I, I don't, I don't really care. I don't. Uh, r- right now, it's a simple fact that something is going on, whether it be within the locker room, whether it be within the coach staff. Is there, is there too many chefs in the kitchen? All right, maybe that's it. Maybe there's just too many. Listen, you know, Doug Peterson said that he wanted to go and be like the San Francisco 49ers. Doug Peterson said he wanted to be like the San Francisco 49ers in the sense that, you know, they didn't have an offensive coordinator. They had a bunch of guys. It was Kyle Shanahan. Well, let me tell you something, Doug. You're not Kyle. You're not Kyle. You can't call a game like Kyle Shanahan. You just can't do it. And, uh, you know, I've said this before. I made the comment. I'm going to say it again. And when do we finally say, that 2017 was an aberration. When do we finally say that everything we already know, everything happened at the right time, everything happened for a reason, but when do we finally say that that was because of a collaborative effort and not because of Doug Peterson? 
I mean, listen, we've watched this over and over again. We've watched this unfold. Uh, you know, listen, we, we we have to be, and I say listen a lot because it's just, it's my word. It's my calm down word. It's my, it, it's my mojo. It's the way I, I get flowing. And I think we're falling to wit's end with the fact that we have to figure out one thing and one thing only. Is it Doug Peterson or is it Carson Wentz? It's as simple as that, people. Is it Doug Peterson or is it Carson Wentz? And we went up again. And, and listen, we're going to get to Jim Schwartz and his his terrible defensive play calling, okay, that allowed Daniel Jones to go 21 of 28. 21 of 28. I'm going to say that again. 21 of 28. Daniel Jones looked like Joe Montana. Again, why do we consistently make quarterbacks look like they are better than they are? I don't understand. We are too, listen, we're way too much better than this. 308 yards, 244 through the air, 64 in the ground. Daniel friggin' Jones, Daniel Jones, that's who beat us. And again, this is this is my issue. We, we continue to talk about, you know, how can we get better? We continue to talk about we have to do much better. But the time is now, people. The time is now. I, again, Jalen Hurts, the, you know, bringing Jalen Hurts into the game to do nothing but hand the ball off is doing absolutely nothing. I said it before on the show, and I'll say it again. If you want Jalen Hurts to be in the game, which I'd like to see what he can do, then give him five to seven to eight plays. Give him a sequence. Give him a series. That's what they do with Taysom Hill. That's what they do with these kind of quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts, the whole thing just looks like it looks law. Everybody looks lost. Everybody looks out of sync. When he comes in, nothing happens. Right. This is the problem. Nothing happens. And this is my point. This is my point. Everything just looks flawed from the beginning. It's a busted play. It's a broken play. I listen. I am so distraught. I don't even know what to say anymore. How do you how do you cover up for Doug Peterson? And this is listen. Today wasn't on Carson Wentz. I'm sorry. Today was not on Carson Wentz. So all the Carson people out there, listen, I hate to break it to you, but I'm not going to sit here and bash Carson Wentz. It wasn't on Carson Wentz. Can he do better? Absolutely. 21 to 37 is not doing good at all. Okay. It's just not. That's not a good number. Okay. It, it's not a good number at all. Uh, you know, Boston Scott, listen, I'm all about feeding the ball to Miles Sanders, who had a 5.7 yard average, but Boston Scott gets three carries, three carries. I, I, listen, I mean, all we watched, right? We watched them. We watched the, the yard, 56-yard run, and then he only gets two more carries after that. I, I don't understand. I don't understand the logic. That You know, ev everything to me just makes zero sense. Uh, and, again, we talk about us in Philadelphia. We are one of the most, if not the most, educated fan base in all of sports. And we understand, we break down game fill voluntarily. We don't get paid to do this thing. Here's the thing. We voluntarily break things down, right? We do. We purposely break things down on our own. And again, here's the issue I have. We know. We see it. We understand what's going on, right? We understand what's going on. But unfortunately, nothing's happening. Nothing, nothing is happening. And that is my biggest issue. Something has to happen. Something has to give. 
And it's not, listen, it, 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 this is more than just one person. And can we be done? Can we finally say that Alshon Jeffrey is done? Can we finally say that? Can we finally, listen, Jim Schwartz, uh, come on, man, two weeks, two weeks. You, you had the ability to game plan for the New York football giants, not to mention that you let Jason Garrett stick it up your ass. Come on. Come on, Jim. This, this is a must win, and, and, and I don't want to hear this narrative. It, listen, I'll tell you something right now. I get it. The Eagles still in first place. I understand that. And for all, you know, for all intents and purposes, they're probably going to win the division. Okay, but it's an embarrassment. And if that's the way that you want to go into the playoffs, if that's the way you want to get your seed, if this is the way you want to play into the NFL postseason, come on, man. Come on. Again, my what's up, Gene? I start my debate by saying this team is too talented. I think that the issue is they aren't talented. They aren't good. Do you know they have more six-rounders on this team than first? Gene, listen, man, I, I understand. I, I, I get what you're saying, but at the, at the end of the day, we have too many talented players on this team. Okay, name them. I don't give a shit about six-rounders. Fletcher Cox isn't talented. Brandon Graham isn't talented. Darius Slay isn't talented. Carson Wentz isn't talented. Miles Sanders isn't talented. Zach, listen, we could go down the line. Lane Johnson isn't talented. Jason Kelsey isn't talented. Stop it, man. They, listen, they can. are they going to be a great team? No. that They can't be a good football team. They could be much better than they are right now. Much better. Hey, listen, say what you want. If I take Mike Tomlin out of Pittsburgh and put him on his team right now, tomorrow, this team is instantly better. Instantly. Instantly better. Explain to me. Tell me how they're not. And again, if you know me by now, I'm not this huge advocate for Carson Wentz. Okay? I don't like Doug Peterson. It's as simple as that. I never liked Doug Peterson. And again, now all the people that are were in love with Doug Peterson are starting to see the real Doug Peterson. Okay, sometimes you need help. Sometimes, as a coach, you are only as good as who is surrounded by you. Right? I think you will agree with that. And right now, Doug putting himself by his. You know, listen. This goes back to last year again. When Doug comes into the press conference, and, and again, I'm just saying, you, there, there's something going on internally in this organization because Doug 100% did not want to let his offensive play callers go. He didn't want to let them go. You said what you want, but he didn't want to let them go. Okay? And he was caught off guard. You know, he says they're all going to be back. That that was made from up top. That decision was made from up top. And the reason why he didn't want them to go because he felt comfortable. He had those people around him. Okay, and right now, I don't think he has that. There's too many people wanting to do too many different things. I've talked about it before. I mean, we're relying still on Marty Morningway. You want to talk about six rounders on his team. Okay, we're talking about Marty Morningway. Yes, how we well, guess what, Gene? What about the guys that we drafted in the second and the third and the fourth round that are making plays again on other teams, like Sidney Jones, who, again, I have to see gets another interception today. Right. How about those guys? How about the guys that go to other teams and show that they were misused or they were or they were misguided? That's another issue on this team. There's so many issues right now. I don't even know where to begin. I think the problem is people thought this team was going to come in and compete for a Super Bowl this year. 
Uh, uh, they did. I, I really do. I think they thought that this team was going to compete for a Super Bowl. We get to the playoffs last year. We lose that game against Seattle right away. Carson goes down. We know the story. We don't need to rehash it. But at the end of the day, with Carson being healthy, and you know, a lot of hype around Miles Sanders. We did a lot of things on the defense that everybody was happy about. You traded for Big Slay. You you bring Hargrave in here, right? There's a lot of things that people were happy about, and they just nothing came to fruition, right? Nothing. Nothing came to fruition. Now you say, do you know they have more six rounders on this team than first? What I, I don't understand. What 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 are you trying to tell me? It, it, because at the end of the day, sixth round, seventh round doesn't matter. Undrafted, we can go through the NFL all day long and talk about teams that are having uh, productive players that were either undrafted or seventh or sixth round picks. I don't give a shit if we have more six rounders than first. That doesn't mean we're less talented or more talented. That doesn't mean anything. What that means is they're not being coached up properly. This team is not being coached up properly. There is an issue on this team. There is a one hundred. There is a one hundred percent issue on this team. Talent versus try hard. Listen, man. Uh, if if you want to tell me this team isn't talented enough, you can you can stick to that narrative. That's fine. We can debate that all day long. Okay, we can we we can we can debate that all day long. If you want to say that, uh, Gene comes in. What that's the difference between talent and try hard versus six round. That's not necessarily true, Gene. That's not necessarily true. So six round. So Tom Brady is less talented because he was a six round pick. Am I am I understanding what you're saying here? So again, when I, I watch Antonio Brown. They, they 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 are okay. Come on Wednesday, whenever you want, man. If you if you want me there, I'll come on. We can debate this all day long, okay? But this is this this is one hundred percent about coaching, one hundred percent. If if you don't think this is about coaching, then we're not watching the same product, okay? We're not watching the lackluster effects. This team is unprepared, okay? I will say the same thing. I brought this up last week, okay? So how about Jacksonville last week? How about Jacksonville gets led by a six-round pick? I know that I, I know they didn't play great defense. Doesn't matter. They were prepared. They were prepared, weren't they? I'm watching teams all day long get their their quarterback gets injured, goes out. They're prepared. The backup comes in. Backup wide receiver. Backup offensive lineman. They're always prepared. What about the next man up mentality? Right? Gene, I'm with you. I hate Doug. I do. I hate. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I cannot stand Doug Peterson. You know what I want to do? I said this on the Heat Ratio last week, Gene. You know how they have the taste tests, and you know again, and and they say, you know, say like Pepsi or I will say peanut butter. Right? There's like four different peanut butters. They disguise you. You know, you taste it. We say, hmm, this is chips. It's Peter Pan. You know, you you try to get the you know difference. If they disguise you and put you in a press conference and had three guys talk. Okay, you would pick Doug Peterson as like the bus driver or the delivery guy. You'd be like, who is this guy talking? This guy can't be an NFL coach. They say, here's three guys. Two of them are coaches, one aren't. I guarantee, taking a rock star on WWE, I guarantee that you would pick Doug Peterson to be the guy that you didn't think was an NFL coach. So I think we'll agree on that. Uh, Tank, what's up, Tank? How you doing, buddy? Long time, no see, my man. Thanks for checking in. Uh, but listen, man, I get worked up because I, I'm sorry. I, I understand what you're saying, uh, you know, in, in hindsight. But at the end of the day, this team, you know, we we learned in 2017. All we heard was next man up. That's what we were preached. That's what we were talked about. We talked about guy goes down, next guy comes in. Right. Give you an example. Look at the Seattle Seahawks. Right. I understand that they lost. I get it, right? But I'm talking about look look at look at the the running back position. 
right? No matter who's in there, they produce. Look at San Francisco. Look at the running back position. No matter what happens, they come and they produce. I, at the end of the day, I mean, listen, for all intents and purposes, Kyle Shanahan had Nick Mullins actually be productive a little bit. I mean, that that's saying something when you have good coaching. And, and this is what I keep saying. I don't think Doug's a very good coach. And I think that's one of the biggest problems. Listen, Gene, fire Doug, fire Schwartzhauer. How I, again, Gene, I I used to be on this wagon, okay, 100%. I used to be on the fire Howie Rosen wagon. And I'll tell you right now, I'm all with cleaning the house. But what I will tell you, and I will ask you again, is are you sure that Howie isn't right some of these times that we're saying he's wrong? We can't blame the 2017 draft on Howie. That was Joe Douglas, right? And a lot of the guys that they draft, if, again, they draft and they go other places and are productive in other venues, can we now say that he drafted the right guy? But, unfortunately, our coaches, again, did not utilize them the right way, and they went to a different system, a different product, and they were able to be productive in a different system. Doesn't that mean that Howie actually did draft okay? We just didn't know how to utilize the talent in our own system. This is my problem. This is what I'm talking about, right? Again, it's like the Sixers all over again. When it's, you know, when Al Horford stands up at the microphone and says, I don't understand the system I'm in, right? Like you're not utilizing your players in a proper system. It's almost like we're going through this all again, but I'm with you. If you want to clean house, let's clean house. Let's clean house with everybody. I'm good. I'm ready. Uh, because right now, this is, to me, this is Doug versus Carson. You need to really find out if it's Doug or it's Carson. And, you know, I, I will say something. I listen to everything. I listen to all shows, right, 100%. Uh, what What is more important right now? I think, Rick, in my opinion, what is more important is we need to find out if this is Carson Wentz. That's what we need to find out. Tonight was not Carson Wentz, but it definitely wasn't the Carson Wentz that we need. Okay, so we need to find out if this is Carson Wentz. And again, I'm telling you now, the only way I hate people are going to disagree to the heavens. And I got it. But if you have to decide right now, is this Doug or is it Carson? You you need to bench Carson. You you, you need to do something like you, you. I don't care if we're still in first place, but we need to do something to find out. And what better time to do it when you are on a downturn right now? What better time just just, just to see? Because here's the problem. I and this is what I was alluding to before Rick uh, for for Rick mentioned that comment. Before I forget, and I'll get right back to Rick. Is somebody called in and they were they they talked about you know Drew Brees? Do we know who the quarterback coach is for Drew Brees? Do we know who the quarterback coach is for Tom Brady? Do we know who the quarterback coach is for Lamar Jackson? We have no idea unless we're that fan, right? We have no idea unless we Google it. And my point is, do they ever rely on that guy saying, oh, if he's not here, uh, I'm I'm no good. It, like, are you kidding me? So if the quarterback's coach is gone, then Drew Brees isn't Drew Brees. So I think we have to kill the narrative about, about Filippo as being the quarterback whisperer and being one of the reasons why. I, I think Frank Reich, more than anybody, is sorely missed just because of his play calling and because of how much how much Doug Peterson leaned on him to guide him in the right direction and call the right plays and formulate the right offense. I think that is one of the biggest things that we need to look at. Uh, but 
But right now, we need to find out if this is Carson or this is Doug. And you can say what you want. You can disagree with me all day long. It really doesn't matter. And I understand. Listen, I understand. Let's remember something. And I know, listen, again, I know this is different. I know Ryan Fitzpatrick is not the heir apparent. He's not the franchise of the Miami Dolphins. But Ryan Fitzpatrick was winning football games. Right, they he was winning football games. What did they do? They put Tua in. You know why? Because they had to find out can Tua play. We need to know, and I understand what you're to hire, but they said they need to know if Tua can play. So right now, win or loss, no matter how Cars is playing, we need to figure out can Jalen Hurts play? Because this franchise, they got a terrible road ahead when we talk about cap issues and money issues and free agency issues. We have no idea what next year's going to bring. And we need to find out right now, are we being led by the right leader? We do. Okay? We 100% do. I'll tell you what. When we, when we keep seeing you know, guys like Brian Westbrook, who I think we all respect, come out. Brian Westbrook. Okay, tell me you don't believe Brian Westbrook came out this week, this week specifically saying that Carson Wentz had issues listening to the veterans in the locker room. He was hard-headed. He didn't want to listen. This is coming from Brian Westbrook, who's talking to these guys. He has the inside track. So if that's going on, if that's going on, what do you think could be going on right now? Maybe those stories were right. Remember that I always say where there's smoke, there's fire. When all that all that noise came out of the locker room with Joe Saluquito, right? Well, we we remember that. The writer from from the Daily News or the Inquirer, whatever the hell, or Philly Voice, right? Philly Voice wrote that article, got sources, and he got killed for it. People gave him bomb threats. They, they destroyed his house, right? They didn't want to hear it. They thought he was making stuff up. Again, a credentialed reporter that has 20 years in the business does not fabricate stories. He has credence behind his narrative. So, again, there had to be something behind it. And and we're maybe this is what we're seeing. Maybe we've seen the best. I don't know, but we need to find out. That's the thing. We need to find out. Uh, Shank says, Doug kept saying that the players are not motivated because there are no fans in the stands. Tank, isn't that ridiculous? It, most of the teams have fits in the sense. They're pretty good. He's a bad coach. Like, think about that. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. So Doug keeps saying players are not motivated because there's no fans in the stands. Are you friggin' kidding me? Uh, everywhere we look, there's no goddamn fans in the stands. I mean, come on, man. They're not motivated. Like, this is ridiculous. That's like the, the you saying that in the NBA bubble. They're all playing in the same spot. They're all playing under the same pretenses. And you got to stop with this, man. He's not a good football coach. Say what you want. He's not a good football coach. You could bury me all day long. I don't care. Doug Peterson is not a good football coach. He's just not. Okay, he's not. He won a Super Bowl, yes, and we will be forever thankful to him. I get it, but he didn't win it alone, man. He didn't win it alone. Sometimes coaches win games, and sometimes staffs win games. Okay, that was a staff win to me, 100%. You have to remember that. That was a coaching staff win. Listen to what he said. Listen to his explanation about, again, Going for two, you know, that's what he, whether he should have went for two or not is irrelevant, but the explanation that he only did what he was told to do by up top, are you kidding me? Are you not the head football coach? Are you not? Do you ever have, do you ever think on your own? Like somebody say, to, you know, like, like, come on, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And again, this is the, this, this is the stuff that gets up my spine with Doug Peterson. Okay, this is what you you name me again. Take 
Gene, if you're still listening, and I would love to come all Wednesday, man. You name it, I'll be there. I would love to do it. I think it would be fun. It would be great. We talked about collaboration. Uh, you know, I, I think we we have some of the same narratives, the same thinking. I think we disagree with some things, which is always good. But again, when when you talk about Doug Peterson, okay, and you look around the NFL, and you tell me who you would rather have instead, or should I say, who would you put Doug ahead of? Right? That's my issue. Who would you put Doug ahead of? Think about the coaches that are right now. I'm telling you, if you could pl pluck hey, more than 50% of these coaches off a tree and put them in Philadelphia right now, it would be a different story. Listen, look at look at what's going on with the team. Okay? You have veteran players making bad mistakes. Okay? That has nothing to do with fans not being in the stadium. That has nothing to do with motivation. Right? Cliff King, listen, Cliff Kingsbury, I'd rather have Cliff Kingsbury. Gene, seriously, if, if you're telling me as, as a as an offensive play caller, as I'll take Cliff Kingsbury 100%. I would say I would take Kingsbury in a second. I would take Mike Tomlin, I would take Bruce Arians, I would take Sean Pe See, but he's a why Gene, why is Cliff Kingsbury the worst football coach in your opinion? I, I'm curious about that. What, what? Why do you hate on Cliff Kingsbury? And again, I respect the howdy, man. Great wire to wire, great podcast. Everybody, check it out. Heat Ratio Sports Family. Check out wire to wire. Really good, uh, really good podcast. Uh, and Gene knows his stuff too. Gene's a highly opinionated guy. Uh, you know, and, and and I'm curious about his opinion. I, I really want to know why he thinks Kingsbury is, is is the worst football coach in the NFL. And that's fine. Everybody has their opinion, right? I, I, again, look at all the options and the talent they have. I, you know, I I agree. Okay, but again, we're we're still talking about a second year quarterback in Kyler Murray, and we're talking about a complete change up where you bring in the uh, right the best. The best option in the NFL, right? Okay, Kyler, Hopkins, Kirk, Fitz, Drake, I, I agree. But the number one thing is Kyler, right? Kyler Murray is playing out of his mind, right? He's playing out of his mind, okay? One of the biggest disappointments to Arizona in the, in the beginning of the year was their defense, right? That was one of the biggest problems. But again, we're talking about Cliff Kingsbury. Last time I checked, Arizona was in first place. Okay, six and three. I don't understand why we're thinking he's the worst coach in football if they're six and three. I'm not understanding that. They're two and oh in a division. Right? I, I mean, listen, they 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 played a, a gutsy game today. A gutsy game against a really good team in the Buffalo Bills, right? A really gutsy game. Uh again, uh what's up, James? How you doing, buddy? Thanks for checking in. Uh that's coaching. At, at, tank at that game. At, at, that, again, Doug doesn't win that game. Right, Doug doesn't win that game. Think about some of the games, right? Doug, I, I, and, I, and I get it, but think about some of the games. In my opinion, I mean, listen, Doug, Doug doesn't doesn't bring Buffalo back, who should have won that game, and Doug doesn't make Arizona stick around on, on a game that they were really hard pressed to do anything with for three quarters of the game and come back and win. Doug doesn't do any of that. So, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury to me. I, I, this is what I like about Kingsbury. He's taking a college system, and he's not egotistical in the sense of Chip, of Chip Kelly, and he and he understands what works and what doesn't. And again, second year, man, this is what he's trying to do. 
All right. It was it, Tyler was, you know, Kyler Murray, get your feet wet last year. Bring in the ultimate weapon, DeAndre Hopkins, which was amazing, right? Bring in the ultimate weapon. They trade for Kenyon Drake in like week eight last year. Uh, he's phenomenal down the stretch. Chase Edmonds, it w- was a great draft pick. They drafted him. Tremendous, right? Uh, Christian Kirk, another good draft pick. They have the, the, the consummate professional in Larry Fitzgerald. You look at the defensive side, they have the ultimate veteran in Patrick Peterson, right? They have, again, uh, uh, they have they have Hicks, uh, who Hicks from the middle linebacker spot that we had uh, in Philadelphia. They you know they they have Hicks, they have Buda Baker, uh, you know they they have Deion Jones, uh, uh, or or um, uh, the the kid from the uh, kid from Temple. Uh, you know, forgive me for for uh, forgetting his name, but uh, listen, yeah, you're right. They have a lot of pieces, but I think they're learning how to play together as well. Uh, Tank, Tank, what's up, buddy? Wentz can't be this bad. I agree. Wentz cannot be this bad. He cannot. I, I, I just, I, we, listen. I heard a lot of people talk about Blake Bortles, right? And this, this, listen, I, I refuse to think that Carson Wentz is Blake Bortles. I, I, I don't. I, I'm sorry. Carson Wentz is not Blake Bortles. Carson Wentz cannot be so good up here and be so bad right now down here something is changed something is going on I, I you know i don't know what it is I, I i i can't put my finger on it and again the only thing that we can say is there was a lot of offensive game changes or scheme changes there was a lot of offensive coaching changes right we, we we heard about all these guys coming i mean morning morning wag is still here for christ's sake uh but we heard a lot of these guys coming a lot of a lot of chefs in the kitchen like we said so you know who knows what Carson really is? Maybe, you know, one thing I want to say, and Tank, I'll ask you, uh, because I know you're looking at the same thing, but if you notice that Carson seems more comfortable, right? You see, you you know what Carson is more comfortable in an up-tempo kind of call to play on his own at the line kind of, you know, kind of offense. Why don't we continue to run that? Why, if Carson looks uncomfortable in five-step drops, or, or even seven-step drops, why do we keep doing it? That's what I don't understand. And you make a great point. Look what Frank Reich is doing with a washed-off Phillip Rivers. Okay, Phillip Rivers, you got a one-year deal. Why? Because his arm is basically falling off. Okay, Phillip Rivers is such a liability in a pocket. But somehow, some way, Frank Reich calls the right plays and gets the right scheme in order to win football games. He's got a tremendous defense in Indianapolis. He built the offensive line the right way. Okay, and he calls the right plays at the right time and puts the, I, I hate to say this narrative, but puts the people in positions to succeed, just like Andy used to say for all those years. But that's what Frank Reich does. Okay, and you're seeing it now in Indianapolis, and it's something that we used to see in Philadelphia, and we're not seeing it anymore because, again, Doug cannot do it alone. I will say it again. Doug will not do it alone. He cannot do it alone. It just cannot happen. Uh, Again, something has to change. Something will change, and that's one thing. We could say all you want about Jeffrey Lurie, but what I will say is, Jeffrey doesn't like to spend that kind of money and not get a return on his investment. Okay. I think Jeffrey knows something's wrong. I do. I, I think he knows some, something's got to give. Something, there's got to be changes, right? I, I, again, Jeffrey calls the shots, man. Say what you want, but Jeff calls the shots. It's just going to be interesting to see if there's going to be a scapegoat or something's really going to happen. Listen, Doug's not going to lose his job. We all know that. 
right? He's not going to be fired. Doug Peterson is not going to be fired. Doug Peterson's not going anywhere. Okay. It's just not going to happen. Uh, but, but again, why can't he do what Matt Nagy did? Why can't he say, you know what? I'm going to release, I'm going to relinquish the play calling abilities. And I don't even know who could do it. I don't even know who could call the plays, but how about you try something? Cause what you're doing is not working. Right, it's just not working, and you continue to say that we have to get better. We, I'm so freaking tired. I hear we got to get better. This is week ten. How many weeks do we have to get better? How many weeks do we have to get better? That's what I keep asking. How many weeks? Right, week one, week two, we got to get better. Week three, we got to get better. Week four, we got to get better. I'm so freaking tired of getting better. Okay, because obviously we're not getting better. We're not getting better at all. We're going nowhere. We're going nowhere fast. And today was a complete embarrassment. It was a complete embarrassment. All right. 100%. And again, you know, the, the defensive line, I'm sorry. And, I, you know, I, I get, listen, Fletcher Cox had a sack today. Okay, great. But did you see how many tackles our linebackers had? Alex Singleton, how many, how many tackles he had? Uh, you know, eight tackles, 15, right? Seven assisted. Eight solo, seven assistant. That's 15 tackles, man. TJ Edwards, 12 tackles. Our linebackers were tackling machines. But why? Why? Because you know why? Because everybody was getting past the first line. And that's the problem. Everybody was getting past the first line. Okay? Again, they ran the ball. Here's the difference. 26-27, 36 times the Giants ran the football. 36 times. Right? The Eagles, what did they run it? 21. 21! Right? There's a difference. 21. There's guys in the NFL that got more than 21 carries on their own, let alone as a team. Okay? Almost 40 times throwing the ball. You did not have to be cute to beat the New York Giants. Doesn't take a lot of effort to beat the New York Giants. Uh, or he needs to look at the tape. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it, it, Tank, we get the same story all the time. Uh, uh, hey, Doug, uh, what do you think happens? With, uh, I got to go back and look at the tape. I gotta, well, I, I'll tell you what. Remember Andy Reid used to, like, live in his office? Well, I'll tell you what. Doug Peterson better have a freaking Yugo outside of the Novacare Center or something. He better not be leaving because he looks. he's got to look at a lot of freaking tape, a lot of tape for this team and figure out what to do. All I know is things have to change. Again, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, Tank, I'll tell you, man, he, he has so much time and so many things on his plate right now that need to be adjusted. And again, I, I'm not comfortable trusting him with this team right now. I'm just not. And, and Gene, if you're still listening, if not on Wednesday, we will talk. But I can't wait to hear why you feel this team is not better than we think it is. Because I think this team has talent. I, I think it does. Right now, we, we're getting guys back. Listen, that receiving core, that if you took a different quarterback and a different system with that receiving core, I beg to differ that we would have better production. Okay, I'm sorry. We would definitely have better production. It would 100% happen, and that's my point. My point is we used to we used to be built upon coaching. That's why, if you remember, that's why, and I got to give a nod to Big Red a little bit here with Andy Reid, but that's why when Donovan went down and we had guys come in like Coy Detmer, like A.J. Feely, why they were ready to play and produce was because they were coached up properly. When offensive linemen went down, we had one of the, and again, the, Thankfully, 
thankfully we have Jeff Stoutland on his team. Okay, but there, but when we had guys go down, they were able to step in right away, and that's not happening with this team. They're very unprepared, and the veterans are unprepared. Jason Kelsey, how many times do you see Jason Kelsey mess up with the snap? How many? He's as automatic as they come. Today, he had a couple of them easily. He's unmotivated. He's uninterested. These players are not interested in playing right now. They're not. It shows you right now they are not interested. And when they're not interested, that means you're losing the team. And you're losing the team. And when you start losing the team, you can't be productive. You can't win games. And you fall on deaf ears. So, anyway, thanks for everybody checking in. Uh, Tony Cotillo at TCatillo23. Give us a follow at Heat Ratio Sports. Again, Again, follow Fancy Fix at Fox PHL Gambler every day, uh, 3.50-ish on iHeartRadio app. Again, on AM, FM stations when, where available. Uh, again, we'll see you Tuesday night for the live heat ratio episode, 9 o'clock. Lock and loaded. Get ready. Thanks for uh, tank. Uh, tank. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for checking in. As always, brother, I appreciate it. Uh, Mission home. We're going to get together real soon. I promise you that gene. If you're listening, I look forward to Wednesday. Hopefully we can get together. And as always, everybody stay safe, stay healthy. And do I say go birds? I don't know, man. Go birds. <laughs>